Hey there, this is Andrew bringing you another Unchained Season 2022 opening. Uh, so this is the... Um, is this the first? No, I don't think the first, but... Um, yeah, this may have been the first Unchained deck that I actually got to play with. Um, I, I did an opening of the first one I opened, but I wasn't able to play with that one right away because of a card missing. Uh, but I, anyway, this is one of the ones I got over the weekend. Actually, I don't remember which number this is, but it's pretty cool. There's cool stuff in here. I think, um, you know, there's combos that will come up in Unchained that previously, if you've done like a cube draft of Keyforge before, uh, which is another topic, uh, you know, you could experience some of these, um, but here they happen and there's still that wild craziness of, Hey, I didn't build this. This is, you know, an algorithm put this together, but, uh, the, the constraints are just off the rails. So there are definitely some things in here that couldn't have happened before. Uh, this, this unchained deck does have a token creature. This has bot or B zero T I think, which is one of the star Alliance token creatures. It's a one power robot that has action, use a friendly non-Star Alliance creature. I think that's really fun. Uh, it, it's obviously not very likely to stick around, but oftentimes your bigger creatures or your, your, your normal creatures are going to have more interesting effects. So this is a way to get to use them on your Star Alliance turn. And potentially you could have a turn where you you know, use all your creatures across, you know, all three houses because the bots enable you to, to use your out-of-house creatures. So, anyway, cool stuff. All right, uh, that's bot. Then we'll look at Drumble. So, Drumble is a two-power elusive. This is from uh, back in Coda. When you play it, if your opponent has seven or more, you capture all of it. This is a really strong amber control card. The fact that it's elusive makes it a little hard to kill. And um, you can really enable some degenerate stuff if you have this with scaling Amber Control. Dust Imp is a two-power imp with destroyed gain two, back from uh, Coda and AOA. Squawker is back from Coda. This is a Maverick, so this should be a Mars card. It comes with an Amber Pit, but this got a damage as well. It's an action, and this one's really interesting because... Uh, well, let me say what it says first. It says, play, choose one, ready a Mars creature, stun a Mars creature. So you choose one of those things to do. Obviously, uh, without Mars in this deck, and especially with this being playable in Dis, it doesn't seem likely that I would ever want to do ready a Mars creature. Uh, so stun a non-Mars creature becomes really the the useful thing here. So much less useful than it was in its original context, but still kind of a cool Maverick. Now, here's what I think is extra cool about this. Uh, Squawker used to say something different. When it was in Coda, it said... Uh, let me pull it up, actually. Coda, number 178. Play, ready a Mars creature or stun a non-Mars creature. Now, 
the effect hasn't changed, but the wording, the templating has. And I just, I thought that was pretty interesting. This matches the templating on the Dark Tidings Choose One cards. And um, I think it's better templating. It's, it's good. Now, I don't know whether FFG uh, updated this prior to handing the, the game off to Ghost Galaxy, or if someone at Ghost Galaxy updated this uh, after they acquired it in order to make it nice for Unchained. It's not in Winds of Exchange. Um, I don't know exactly what happened there, but it is cool that they've gone back and updated some old cards to be templated better. Okay, uh, Streak is a two-power imp from uh, Age of Ascension that says elusive. it's elusive, and while it's not on a flank, your opponent refills their hand to one less card during their draw card step. Then we have Snag, which is back from Worlds Collide. It's a five-power demon that says, After fight, your opponent must choose the house of the creature Snag fights as their active house on their next turn. Obviously, this also got the template update, uh, even though it's not in Winds of Exchange. No Name uh, is a one-power demon from Worlds Collide that says... Uh, it gets one, plus one power for each purged card, and after you play it, after it fights, and after it reaps, you purge a card in a discard pile. Um, Snag, by the way, really good control, so cool to cool to see that. Um, yeah. Then we have Tribute. This is an action with an amber. It's from uh, it's from Sarian in Worlds Collide, so it got mavericked mavericked up here. Um, and yeah so it has an amber this one got a damage icon on it when you play it the most powerful friendly creature captures two amber you may exalt that creature to repeat the preceding effect um, if you've purged enough cards it's pretty likely this works with this uh goes puts the amber on the no name which is kind of cool mark of dis action with an amber deal two damage to a creature if it is not destroyed its controller must choose that creature's house as their active house on their next turn interesting to have this in the same deck with snag because they're similar effects just um implemented differently okay uh grim reminder is an action when you play it, you choose a house and you archive each creature of that house from your discard pile and then gain a chain histrocog is a four power mutant that adds three damage enhancements and it has action destroy a damaged creature then we get another maverick uh, brought forward from uh, from Mass Mutation and Mavericked in from Saurian. Uh, Curse of Vanity is an action that says play, exalt a friendly creature and an enemy creature, and another Saurian Maverick into Dis. Uh, Terrordactyl is a card that just keeps coming back. I think it's been in uh, most Saurian sets. Um, there when it hasn't been in i'm not sure maybe maybe i think it wasn't in dark tidings but don't quote me uh it's a 12 power beast it enters play stunned it only deals four when fighting and before fight deal four damage to each neighbor of the creature pterodactyl fights now it's interesting because they could have updated this to just be splash attack four but they left it as is so yeah that's kind of interesting i don't blame them just it's interesting yeah and that is uh three i think yeah three saurian mavericks into Dis, along with a Mars Maverick into Dis. Um, just kind of interesting how randomness is spiky. All right, Arms Master Melina. That we're into Star Alliance now. This is a four-power human with Hazardous Three, and each of its neighbors also gets Hazardous Three. 
And we get Melina's Blaster, an upgrade with an amber that says this creature gains after fight, after reap, you may deal two damage to a creature, or attach Melina's Blaster to Arms Master Melina, and after it attaches to Arms Master Melina, you may deal three damage to a creature. Um, kind of the, maybe the worst blaster, but still fun to have it. And um, I'm guessing that it is a requirement to have Melina before Melina's Blaster can go in. I haven't seen any evidence that would suggest contrary to that. Um, but anyway, kind of cool to get that in an Unchained deck. Calvin is a two-power robot with one armor back from uh, Worlds Collide, along with Melina, who uh, says, after fight, after reap, draw a card, but it can also be played as an upgrade and give that ability to its host. Book of IEQ is an artifact with a damage back from Worlds Collide and Mass Mutation. It's an item, and it has action. Reveal the top card of your deck. <clears throat> if it is a non-Star Alliance card, its house becomes your active house, otherwise end your turn. Uh, that can be a really fun one, a good enabler. Then we have uh, Access Denied, an upgrade with an amber that says this creature cannot reap. We got two of those. We have Away Team, a five-power alien human robot with Destroyed. Put each upgrade on Away Team into its owner's archives. You actually throw the Access Denieds onto it and then fight it into something. I mean, ideally, you can put all, like, all three of these on it, get the amber, fight it into something, and then get them into your archives. Lay of the Land is an action with an amber that says, look at the top three cards of your deck and put them back in any order. Draw a card. That can be crazy good with Book of IEQ because it means that you have you know what cards are on top of your deck. And, in fact, you can control what card will be on the top of your deck when you action the Book of IEQ. So that is pretty cool. Then we have Captain Val Jericho, one of the best uh, efficiency cards in the game, if you can keep her on the board. A five power human leader with one armor that, that while she's in the center of your battle line, that's the standard leader text, you may play one card that is not of the active house during your turn. By the way, uh, I had forgotten to make note of this, but it is noteworthy that it does not seem like the leaders are back in Winds of Exchange. No, is that right? Am I telling the truth there? Um, Hmm. Looks like Lay of the Land is back. Looks like Val is back. Yeah, I'm just making stuff up. Don't quote me. Ever. <laughs> um, oh, no, no. She's attributed to Mass Mutation here along with Lay of the Land. So, yeah, I think she is not back. And I think no leaders are back. Okay, whew, I was right. Photon Blast is an action that says play, deal two damage to a creature. This is new from Winds of Exchange. Deal two damage to a creature with one splash. If this damage destroys one or more creatures, make a token creature. Then we have Uplink, which is an upgrade with an amber that uh, gives a creature an action ability. Action, make a token creature for each of this creature's non-Star Alliance neighbors. Um, yeah, that's fine. And interestingly, you could, you, you know, even if you if you put this on a creature that's out of house but you have a bot ready you can still get this to fire which is kind of cool uh and then we have uh maverick rust miser which is an unfathomable card and it's back in winds of exchange uh it's a five power beast with after reap exhaust each enemy artifact <clears throat> also pretty cool all right on to untamed we have Way of the Wolf. It's an upgrade that gives a creature skirmish. 
Grovekeeper is back from Age of Ascension. He's a three-power human witch that, at the end of your turn, gives each neighboring creature a plus-one power counter. Molefin is back from Worlds Collide, a three-power beast with Hazardous 3. And it says that after Amber is stolen from you, deal one damage to each enemy creature for each Amber stolen. That could wipe a token board pretty quick. Gebek is a five-power beast with Destroy. Discard the top card of your deck if it's a creature. After Gebek leaves play, put that creature into play in Gebek's position in the battle line. Then we have Creed of Nature, an artifact and power. Back from Worlds Collide. It has Omni. Destroy Creed of Nature. Was that really only in Worlds Collide? I think that was also in Mass Mutation, but don't quote me. Anyway, uh, for the remainder of the turn, so Destroy Creed of Nature, if you do choose a creature, for the remainder of the turn, that creature gains Skirmish and Assault X Xs its power. So essentially it, it deals... It has Skirmish and deals double its damage. It's okay. I don't think it's very good. Then we have Deimosaurus, um, a four-powered mutant dinosaur. So this is the mutant hybrid from Mass Mutation that uh, would go into... Uh, it would be a Saurian card that has the that also has the effect from the dis card that's the demo part the saurian part gives it play you may exalt demosaurus if you do deal three damage to a creature and the dis part gives it destroyed steel one uh, so that's good it wouldn't normally show up in untamed but it's fun that it did key frog is back from Mass Mutation and Dark Tidings. It's a two-power beast with destroyed Forge a Key at current cost. Low Dawn is an action with an Amber. When you play it, if there are three or more untamed creatures in your discard pile, you gain two Amber, and then you shuffle each untamed creature from your discard pile into your deck. We've got a Blossom Drake back from Mass Mutation. It's a four-power dragon that gets plus one power for each artifact in play, and each artifact's text box is considered blank except for traits. So, uh, yeah, turns off those artifacts. Then we have a Pester Grove. This is uh, back from Dark Tidings, I think. It's an artifact with an amber. It's a location, and it says that each creature enters play enraged. Super angry. We've got Genetic Drift, an action with an amber that says to give a creature a plus one power counter and then give each creature uh, that already has a plus one power counter another plus one power counter. Um, there's not a lot of synergy with this in this deck, only the Grove Keeper, actually. So this doesn't have much to work with, but it's a fun card. It would be funner if it had more to work with. Dang it. Then we have Banner of Battle, which is an artifact and item. And it says each friendly creature gains plus one power, or gets plus one power. And this is a Brobnar card from Coda, right? Yeah, from Coda. And um, it's Mavericked into Untamed here. and looks pretty good in Untamed colors. Not sad to see it. So anyway, that is kind of interesting. It's also really sad. The, the poor banner of battle. You got the genetic drift, the growth keeper. So a lot of stuff that wants to increase the power, but uh, it doesn't synergize very well. So there you go. Um, okay, that was 
Salchi, the conscript of Magcini. Um, and yeah, that's from Unchained Season 2022. Um, we'll have some more of these come through. Yeah, it's fun stuff. Cool. Hope you enjoyed and that you'll get out there and forge some keys.